Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, 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 hello my friends, welcome to another edition of DDP Radio live right here at the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina where I currently reside and as usual this show always starts with me going to the top of the building so I turn the key to the front door and I open it. I go to check the elevator, it's down. I go all the way up the stairs, up one stairs, two stairs, three stairs, stop and catch my breath for four minutes, five stairs. On floor number six, there is a pack of coyotes randomly inserted into the building and a bear. I fight them off. I go up to seven, eight, nine, ten. This store, this building goes so high, I can't even tell you the rest of the story, but now I'm on the roof, and I climb up that tower on top of the roof, and I signal the maple leaf into the sky. That means I'm calling for help. I'm calling for a hero, someone to save the day and make this show worth listening to because me on my own, I can't do it. But when we combine our powers, the maple leaf of Canada and the jackass of America, when we put our powers combined, it creates a superpower and that beam flies into the air, beams straight up into the stars and blasts down to every DDP radio listener across this great universe and beyond. And that superhero, which I call to, she is the hero of the day. She is the maid of honor. She is the Canadian quote master herself, the one, the only, Kristen Stewart. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Wow. You really outdid yourself this week. <laughs> Pretty soon we're going to have to like, we're we're not gonna have guests. You don't know, have guests on the show because I'm just gonna consume this entire <laughs> show. Right, the hour ramble. Yeah, and it's like it's like it's Shakespeare, except not at all good. <laughs> uh, but if you're listening to the show and if you've listened to it before, you know what you're getting in yourself into. So it's your fault. You could have checked out a yep. long time ago. And if I, I wouldn't listen to me. The only reason I'm here is because Crystal's amazing, and we always have great guests. But me, eh, I can take a leave. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we we were just chatting a few minutes ago, and apparently you guys got uh, 47 feet of snow since we've last talked to you. True. And True. Uh, I guess the good thing is, is you get to go into the dungeon and and, and be a slave master to all those quote uh, writers and. 
You got us some great quotes. You got us some great guests. You've been hard at work booking DDP radio. And um, I'm going to tell you, I have a mole in the dungeon. I know somebody in there who's reporting back to me, and I've gotten reports that we've got a pretty amazing guest this week and that you've worked very, very hard pulling together some amazing inspirational stories for us to share with the listeners in the show. And I've heard rumors that we have one on hold right now. So uh, without any further ado, if you could intro our guest that you've uh, worked hard to, uh, to get together here, and uh, we're going to share another amazing story here uh, in just a second. So Crystal, that's your cue. That's my cue. <laughs> that's comforting. <laughs> um, so this week's Warrior of the Week is Chad Dalton. And it's really kind of amazing when I put up the notice about who was coming on the show this week. So many people jumped on and said, woo, that's so awesome and so great. So it's a well-deserved community um, nomination, I guess. And, and you know, everybody was just so happy and said that it was so well-deserved. And going over his story, it is well-deserved. And I don't want to breach too much into the story because I'd rather you hear that from Chad this week, but um, well-deserved, well-deserved. He's walked a mile. He's come through a lot of stuff, which, you know, is always great to hear that there is an opposite side to the coin. So it is possible. It is possible if you put the work in, which he has done, which is why we're having him on the show. So without further ado, please welcome um, our friend and this week's Warrior of the Week, Chad Dalton. Hey, guys. How y'all doing tonight? Good. Hey, how, are man, you? how are you? Doing excellent. Doing excellent out here in Ozark, Arkansas tonight, sitting in a truck stop. Oh, oh wow, that's uh, so. Um, how, how often are you getting the Ozark Netflix reference right now? Being over there, I'm sorry. Do what? I said. Oh no, I was saying. <laughs> oh no, that's the Ozark Mountains. Never mind. I was thinking the Netflix show, The Ozarks. I was wondering how often you got that reference thrown at you, but it's a different Ozark. Oh no, no, that would probably be Ozark, Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Ozark, oh. No, no. Well. We appreciate you coming on, man, and, and, and hanging out with us tonight, and I'm ex- uh, really excited to hear your story. Um, usually on this show, we kind of just, you know, freeform, figure it out as we go along, call it in the ring, if you will. But we always start off with uh, with one question, and uh, for every Warrior of the Week, there's an origin story. What was your origin story? What got you uh, to initially take that first leap into DDPY and uh, make the changes that you ultimately made? Well, really, what what all started is we were running along 2019 and uh, running along paying off debt. We were paying about $5,000 a month in bills and managed to pay off $60,000 above and beyond that in six months before my wife got sick and ended up in emergency surgery in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, Doctor pulls me out in the hall after her surgery, and she says, look, you better make preparations because we're taking our leg tomorrow. That's when just everything dropped out of the bottom for me. I just I said, you know, God, if if we pull through this, we're going to make changes. She was diagnosed with uh, peripheral artery disease, uh, A1C of 
and everything else. And at that point, I said, we got to make it sustainable because, you know, out here we're running 22 hours a day usually on the road. So we're locked away in a truck 22 hours a day, which is, that's sedentary is basically the new smoking, you know. So it, it that's when I started looking. Finally found DDPY uh, last year. I already kind of knew about it, but then I was like, nah, it's not going to be the answer. But when I found it, I found it along with the uh, diet that we partook in and knew it would be sustainable over the long haul. That's when, you know, because you can do bed flex when you're sitting there rolling down the highway. Wife's driving, I'll be back there doing a, getting a bed flex workout in, you know. So I knew it would be sustainable, and that's when we both went on the our uh, all-meat diet. Uh, she lost 80 pounds. I've lost 172 pounds last year. And we basically put her diabetes into remission and Yay. healed a lot of stuff for myself as well. So it's been an wow. amazing story. And uh, the DDPY has been so instrumental in my journey. And it's honestly relieved a lot of things for me, ADHD, PTSD, all that kind of stuff that it's just freed up for me. You know, doctors said there was no way my ankles would ever recover from being broken. I'd set them myself. So they never healed properly because I was always one, got to keep moving, got to get that next mile in. Well, you know, that ended up making it to where you're just not going to be able to be recovered. But through DDPY, doctors were wrong again. They are Hmm. recovered now. Well, so are you 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 a truck driver? Yes, I'm a road truck driver. Been doing this for 23 years now. That that's really cool that you can you know you and your wife are you know doing it together and you can kind of trade off. That's pretty that's a pretty cool situation right there. It's been fantastic. We met out here in 2007, and uh, have actually ran team other than the times that she's got sick or had to take care of a child or something like that. Uh, for ever since 2007. 2009, we said, well, you know what, if we can get along this well inside of this small vehicle for three, four weeks at a time, sometimes six weeks at a time, we can surely make a marriage work, and that's when we decided to get married. That, that's a, that's amazing. My dad always said to me, he said, uh, before I got married, he said, if you want to find out whether you guys are meant to be together, go take a long road trip and see how it is on the other side. Because that, that's in the those... truth. <laughs> <laughs> So and my my dad was a, a truck driver uh, when I was young and he ended up becoming a train engineer. But you know, I remember him just telling me stories. It, it's real. It's not impossible, but it's really hard to stay healthy on the road like that. And you know, when you're trying to eat late at night and stuff, the, the limited options and and like you said, being sedentary. Like you know, being sedentary is the new smoking. It, we found out it's so bad for you and. You know, in that lifestyle, I mean, after driving just a, a t- 10 hours up north for the holidays, I needed like four days to recover. You know, people don't realize how exhausting actually sitting there is. is. You know, you got to be alert. All your muscles are active, kind of just on edge a little bit. But uh, it's really cool that you found DDPY because it is something you can do on the road or pull over and stuff. And in that lifestyle, the circulation problems, you guys are prone to blood clots, all that stuff, you know, getting out and stretching and, and doing the DDPY stuff is going to be crucial. Absolutely. 
it definitely is because, I mean, that's one of the biggest things we have to watch out for is blood clots in this industry. You know, that's one of the reasons that they kind of started forcing us into taking breaks because us drivers we used to run 11 hours straight through, and that was nothing back in the day. You know, back in the day we were doing things that we weren't supposed to be, which forced them to put us on e-logs, stuff like that, and you'd run 18, 19 hours a day, sometimes more, just by yourself back in the day. Nowadays, oh, but... you know, me and the wife together, we're running about 7,000, 8,000 miles a week. Oh. That's... Sorry, Crystal, That's I didn't mean so... to interrupt you. No, it's just it's so crazy. I mean, that not only are you putting miles on the truck, but you're putting miles on yourself, too. And that's hard. Like, they're hard, monotonous hours. So, you know, to find something um, that will alleviate any of the pressure or pain or discomfort or anything that you have going on must have been such a godsend. Absolutely it was. I mean, my career, at the point when I started doing DDPY, my career was quickly coming to a close. I had a uh, a herniated disc in my neck that was causing my arm to actually let go because the way we get out of the truck, we're supposed to use three points of contact at all times. Well, when my arm would let go, it caused me to fall. So, and you know, that through getting, doing the DDPY, I've actually recovered that, recovered my body to where, my body's still got time left in this this industry, you know. I've personally got three over three million miles behind this wheel. And then <laughs> oh. the, you know, the wife together, we're generally putting in every four to five years we're putting in a million. Wow, that's I can't even fathom. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 wild. Wow. So, you know, are you guys are doing this together. She's she's uh, in on this too. She's been doing the DDPY yeah. with you or something similar. Yeah. Uh, she hasn't she hasn't really done the DDPY so much. She's done a few bed flex. Um, she's just been mainly gaining her strength back from all her surgeries, all that kind of stuff. Watching her diet, getting everything right as far as that goes, and then we're gonna take it from there. But she's done a few bed flexes and you know, trying to get back into shape. And she's getting stronger by the day. So that's the thing that's been amazing. And being able to heal that um, diabetes was just a true blessing for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I mean, you know, it's it's great that you guys are able to do this together, especially after the scare that she had. Um, you know, it really is great to have, like, a supportive partner who's, you know, on the road, no pun intended, you know, with you. And especially when you're in that kind of business too, like, you know, it'll be really easy to be like, Oh, we're going to grab fast food. I'm going to do this. And if if you, if one of you was on and one of you is off, it really makes it hard. You know, those, uh, that would be almost impossible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That would be almost impossible because, you know, there's a lot of tempting stuff out here, especially when you've been out here this long, you know, all the good spots. And it's like, Oh man, I remember when I used to eat there. (laughs) <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, your total, uh, you know, your total, like, uh, how have you have you lost weight? Have you what? What have you uh, 
accomplished since you started DDPY? What transformations have you made both physically and just as a person, you know? Well, since I've lost, since I started DDPY, uh, not only has my mental mind shift changed tremendously to where I'm a much more positive person, much more upbeat, you know, curing the ADHD, the PTSD, the anxiety, all that stuff, um, mentally has been tremendous for me. Um, and I believe that that's through the power of exercise that that occurred. Um, dropped 172 pounds. I've rehabbed my left ankle, which my left ankle has been broke four times. Rehabbed my right ankle, which my right ankle has been broke five times. Um, rehabbed my knee where I got stabbed in my knee. I uh, rehabbed my neck. My left arm, actually, doctors said I would never be able to lift over 10 pounds with that arm ever again. Well, doctors were wrong, thanks to DDPY. I've actually rehabbed that arm as well. Wow. I'm so happy I, for you. It sounded like the uh, opening for the $6 million man. <laughs> right? Oh. Yeah, that's crazy. It is... It has been absolutely tremendous. I mean, honestly, one my my ultimate dream is to actually meet DDP in person and thank him for giving me my life back. Chad, did you know who he was when you started all this? I did. I um, as a child, off and on, I would watch wrestling sometimes, so I knew who he was before I started right. this, and. Actually, the funny thing is, back in 2012, I was told about the DDPY program. And I was like, yoga? No, sorry, <laughs> not doing yoga. You know, every typical macho guy's response, you know what I'm saying? Then when, yep. you, get, then when you get to the bitter end, it's like, you know what? I don't have a choice but to do something here. And you start realizing the way he's actually structured the program. And it's like, okay, when he says it ain't your mama's yoga, he's right. He's 100% right because it gets the results done. So I was just wondering, I know that you have come across, you know, your fellow coworkers or whatever. What do you say to them when they kind of razz you for doing yoga? Actually, they haven't gave me any problems. That's been the surprising awesome. part. It's becoming way more accepted, and, you know, that's one thing I'm planning on doing, bringing into the future. Right now, I'm currently in school to become a certified personal trainer. Then once I obtain that, I want to go for my level one certification and start bringing it to the trucking industry more. Great job. Wow. Yeah, I mean... I know I know DDP's works with like a lot of different places, and he's got that contract with the NFL uh, Alumni Association, helping out old you know old retired players and stuff. But I think if any industry could be benefit from a, a no weight, you know, you, you don't have to bring any accessories with you. You don't even you don't need a mat technically. Like everything you've got uh, to do your workout is there with you. And I know when you're traveling like that, you know, the lighter load the better, and. I think that could be a great uh, thing to do to help bring that to the trucking industry, you know, with the blood clot, circulation being such a big thing and 
And also, you know, the, the, you can do anything, you know, technically you don't even have to lay down to get some of the dynamic resistance. You could be up, you know, sit in the passenger seat, you know, flexing your, your muscles and your core and stuff like that. It seems like the perfect, uh, you know, program for someone who's in that industry. It is the absolute perfect program for trucking, you know, especially when, okay, now you've got the JAT program which I've been doing jacks for three weeks solid now, and I'm starting to see muscle show, muscles and definitions show up where I was thinking, I ain't no way that's going to happen just yet. But it's amazing results, amazing turnaround on that. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I'm running down the road 22 hours a day, but yet all I'm doing is just this, and I'm getting these kind of results. If I can do that, any driver out here can do that, and you get them to realize that they can do that, and that's what we want. You know, we like muscles, we like fast cars, and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, and when you you know anybody who would give you crap, I think it's pretty much uh, quickly uh, dissipated when they see it's coming from Diamond Dallas Page because you look at him and you're like, <laughs> oh no, if he's doing it, I'm not. I'm I can. I can uh, I can uh, stomach it. But you know the the amazing thing is anybody that that has ever even started to talk negative, I just grab my phone and I'm like, okay, now you tell me because I've got before and I've got now. You tell me okay. what the results have been. And that as soon as as soon as they see that, nope. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, absolutely, and it's quickly, I mean, I, I remember back in the day, DDP would get, you know, some shit from some of the boys, uh, you know, the wrestling, and uh, I remember, like, a few times, I was on, I was uh, taking him to a show in uh, Massachusetts, and he had just showed me this thing he shot with RVD, uh, and he basically said, RVD, you know, RVD is, like, super flexible, in really good shape, and, but DDPY is a different kind of workout, like, it's a different it takes a different set of muscles. So it's, I always say, you'll see a guy who's 300 pounds, 400 pounds that's been doing DDP for a while, and he'll be keeping up, if not better, than the, the athlete that just got brought in. Because it is, it's a skill set and it's a different muscle set. And I remember uh, DDP was in an MMA gym when, during this video, and he was just kind of, you know, some of the MMA guys are talking shit about him. He brought him through a workout, and nothing will humble, humble someone quicker and when DDP pulls you into the DDP wire workout for the <laughs> yep. first time, maybe you'll realize uh, that it's not it's not a puff piece. You know, when you yeah. do dynamic resistance properly, you don't realize what that actually does for you, to you. I mean, it, it's oh. kind of put working out, like, what are, you know – preconceived idea of what working out was before we all started this. I mean, it, wow, it's really put it on its head. And, you know, it's amazing now when you look at just where the program was to where it is now, just how many people of all different walks of life are actually doing the program where once upon a time, you know, Dallas may have caught a little bit of flack for it, but, you know, look at it now. Very true. Yeah. Very absolutely. true. Absolutely. 
I, I always say to DDP too. I said, uh, I said the dynamic resistance is a special sauce. Obviously, we all know that. But one thing I say to him is, I can't believe nobody did this before. Like the dynamic resistance right. adds so much that it's like I can't believe that nobody like started to like you know to do this before this. Um, it seems like a no brainer when you're doing the, the yoga positions and stuff. It really does, and it's funny because even before. Uh, DDPY came around, dynamic resistance was already a thing out there, but they never incorporated it into an actual exercise program. I remember my wife's, um, well, basically adopted mom, she was telling me a long time ago, she said, you know, be sitting there in your seat while you're driving down the road and tense your muscles while you're sitting there driving, and that'll give you a workout. Yeah. You know, yeah. she was a truck driver. And that's dynamic resistance right there. But nobody ever put it together with a workout like Diamond Dallas Page did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, it is. It really is everything. It's the glue that holds everything together and the DDPY stuff. Um, here's, here's a question for you. So when you guys first, you know, you, you had that scary, uh, you know, uh, moment with your wife and – it's easy to say, like, yeah, I know I'm unhealthy, but, you know, someday, you know, it hasn't caught up with me yet. But once it catches up with you and you realize, like, oh, boy, now there's immediate consequences to my actions, you've got to make that change. Was it something that you kind of went in full bore, or is it something that you struggled to try to get off, uh, you know, a routine off the ground, or was it something that you worked yourself into, or did you just go all in right up front? Well, to be honest... I struggled because I've been one that I've been trying for many, many, many years to find something that's sustainable. I lose a little bit of weight and fall right back down the hole again because of the industry I'm in. Because it was so easy to go in, grab you a mill, and keep on rolling. I always put it about, you know, put it about the next mile, you know. And I'm, and we won't mention that I'm actually a very big carboholic as well. Uh, you give me carbs, I'm going to sit there and eat the whole bag pretty much. My my biggest thing used to be give me a bag of gummy bears, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to eat and I'm going to roll, you know. So, yeah, it was a struggle at first. Finding something that was sustainable over the long haul that I could sit there and say, okay, you know what, I can do this the rest of our days. That was really the key. Because if you don't, if it's not something that you can do, you can see yourself doing the rest of your days, then you're going to fail. Yep. I agree. And, you know, one of the biggest hurdles, I think, for anyone who is struggling to get into fitness is the impact factor. So, you know, you work out for a couple of days and it's great and it's wonderful. But then that day three sets in and you start to get really sore. And then you think, oh, my gosh, what am I doing, right? With this, there's no impact. You know, you're, yeah, you might feel it a little bit, but it's not going to be like, you know, you're going and you're slugging weights. At least I found it that way. So, you know, it's, it's a big factor for some people. See, I got fortunate on that aspect because the wife had got sick the second time. Because there was two different occasions here. The first time she lost one toe out of the deal. 
the second time was a toe and three quarters. And so okay. I was out here for nine months on my own. Well, because of COVID, they had actually, on food loads, made it to where we were exempt from our hours of service. So every time oh. I had a food load, I could run as hard as I wanted to run. And so when I first started DDPY out here, I was putting in 19, 20 hours a day. And it quickly Oof. became getting back there, doing a bed flex became about relieving the pain off my back. So the pain coming off my back kept me doing it and set up that consistency before she even came back to the truck because it was about two months later when she was finally able to come back. Wow. That's so amazing. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And, you know, obviously, you know, you got to ride, you got to make money and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, when you're doing 20 hours or something like that, that's, that's putting your, your, your safety on the line. Like it's, it's stressful. And it's great that you're doing those, you know, workouts and the bed flex and stuff, but man, how glad were you to have your, uh, have your wife back with you? Oh, I tell you what, I, I see a picture of me from, she came back in April and I saw a picture of me from May and I looked like, still looked like death warmed over from working as much as I was working out here, you know. But the good thing is, is as soon as we were, as soon as we said our body was too tired to go on, that was immediately you got to shut down for 10 hours. So thankfully my body never gave out on me, but I think that's because of the way I was eating, which was nu- nutrition. When you're running like that, Nutrition is absolutely critical, and then I I contribute that to DDPY also because I was able to stretch my body out, allowing me to get better sleep with the sleep that I was getting. Are you surprised, Chad, now what your your body is able to put up with? I'm absolutely astonished. You know, I was in really good shape when I was – 23 years old, um, I got misdiagnosed by doctors with a diagnosis of bipolar disorder. When they did the the misdiagnosis on me, they gave me medication that my body did not need, so I could not lose weight. I kept going up and up and up. No matter how much I worked out, my weight was going up. Finally, we figured out that it was a misdiagnosis, and my body still would not release the weight until I started DDPY along with the carnivore diet. Can I ask you a question? How much do you think was your situation, I'm I'm strictly, um, how much do you think your mentality was contributing to your situation. Did you feel stuck, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Honestly, I felt like I was worthless. I felt not worthy of my wife. Um, You know, I just, I was going down a very bad, bad rabbit hole, so to speak. Um, You know, just things, things were really bad in my life. I was the most negative person you would wow. ever meet. You know, and now 
I don't try to focus on the negative because what you focus on, you're going to get. Yeah, there's going to be some bad things in life, but you got to find the good in everything you do. And now it's what I do. I find the good in every single thing I do, whether it's a lesson learned from it or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. That's amazing. You know, congratulations. That's, That's really cool. And, I think you hit the nail on the head here, too, is, you know, the attitude change. Because when you're feeling better, your attitude is better. And Absolutely. I've, I've found in my personal life that if I'm miserable and if I feel not worth it, you know, I'm not going to put, you know, you don't, you don't polish a car that's sitting in the junkyard. You know, it's not worth anything. You're not going to put the effort into it. And I found right. that as, as the more I get, you know, negative and cynical and the, the far – the further I go in that direction, you know, my health suffers, my weight suffers, my, you know, attitude suffers. It all goes hand in hand. And, you know, DDPY, I've always said this a million times in the show, but DDPY, the workout was almost secondary to the attitude change. And I think one without the other never would have happened. And you've got to put your head on straight before you can really make changes in your life. And I think that's great the way you put it, you know, because I think that's what's missing in a lot of the diet culture or workout culture is, you know, you can work out all you want, but the, those problems are still there that it caused you to gain weight or cause you to give up on yourself. And unless Absolutely. you really can get that in your head and your head on straight, then you're always going to fall back into that. You know, I have, I have a way of talk, thinking on those lines and personally it's, you know, you got to have physical, you got to have mental, and you got to have spiritual health in order yeah. to actually be a totally healthy person. Otherwise, you're not. 2020 was really my moment of clarity that got my mental in check. Which well, I know kind of kind of odd, but you know, I, that was when my wife was taken out the second time. That's when it left me to myself, knowing I had a family to support. Uh, Sister was put out of work. Everybody was pretty much put out of work due to COVID. And I'm out there working to the bone to try to help everybody, plus dealing with my own stuff. And that was probably the most important part of my life ever because it made me realize truly who I am realize where my strength was and realize, you know what, no matter what storm you go through in life, you're always going to come out on the other side as long as you keep on pushing. That's great. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's huge. And, you know, sometimes it takes something uh, astronomical to kind of shift your perspective and you kind of force to look inward and force to challenge yourself and, I think that, you know, obviously all the trials and tribulations and things you've been through, uh, while not ideal for anyone in your life, it probably extended you, your wife's life, a lot longer than it would have. I tell you what, I, I have a funny way of looking at that as well, because I honestly believe if a lot of those things didn't happen, we wouldn't be the people we are today. And the people we are today is people with strength resiliency, and positivity that we're bringing to the world now. 
you know, and that's really where it's at is this world needs more positive people that are not going to bring others down, but love others. Show them mm-hmm. what, you know, show them the way life should be lived, not the way every everybody's trying to live in fear nowadays, trying to live negative. That stuff doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. And I think, you know, it's important to remember the year that that was. We have all come through a year that has been difficult. And it's been challenge after challenge after challenge. And I, I think one of the biggest blessings, I guess, out of all of it is it has gut-checked me to prove just what I'm really made of and what I can put up with. That's done that for so many people. And you know, it. you're right. That's absolutely yeah. a blessing and amazing way to look at it. Well, I, I know that, you know, it's a tough time in the world. And, there's, you know, there's a lot of people just being negative, a lot of people at each other's throats. And I think 2020 was one of those situations where, you know, things got hard and we had to prove as a world that we could get through all this stuff and prove to each other that we could be there for each other. And in a lot of ways, we did the opposite. I mean, people are fighting and bickering and anger. And I, I got to tell you that I appreciate someone willing to kind of go against the grain there and try to be positive and try to be, you know, there for people and, and inspiring and, and motivating and just, you know, encouraging um, it's a tough time, and, and I think that we need more people like you who, who not only are, are, are being positive, but also walking the walk, not just talking the talk, because you're out there, you know, you were, had an intense year, 20-hour days, you know, all this time, your wife's on the road with you, your world was shattered to a point, and here you are getting through it, and here you are putting in the work to get on the other side of it, and I think that's really uh, – it's really important and it's really welcome because it's been a negative year. A lot of negative people, a lot of negative things happened and you got to find the beacon of positivity where you can. And, and it's inspiring the way you've done this and, and come through it. And also your wife, you know, she's been an amazing, sounds like an amazing person and, and all the effort and work she's put in to overcome, you know, her stuff and, and, and fight that and also be there for you during your stuff. It's, it's really nice to hear somebody, you know, putting in the positive work. It's been, it's been tremendous, you know, and during that time frame, we also, because she was out of work and I couldn't carry as much load as what the two of us together can, we had to file for Chapter 13 bankruptcy as well. And, you know, her going through that, me going through that, really humbled us a lot. Um, you know, it taught us lessons that probably wouldn't have ever learned otherwise. You know, yeah, you can go along living off of two incomes, expecting two incomes, but when one of you gets hurt or gets sick, where where, where does that leave you? So now we try yep. to live off of one person's income and stick the other person's income back for a rainy day. Uh, that's a lesson we didn't I mean, know before. You know, it, there's a lot of people who will talk 
a big game about what people should and shouldn't do or what people have and don't have. But in all reality, we're just one second, one injury, one illness away from life bringing us to our knees, uh, decimating yep. us That's financially, exactly physically. Yeah, and, you know, we never think it's going to be us until it is. And you to, to sit here and tell me that you guys had to file and that you've been through, you know, the, the injuries – her injuries and, and your struggles and all of this and still tell me that this was an amazing year. That's an incredible insight to what matters in your, in her life. You know, one thing my mom always told me, we are survivors no matter what, find the roses in it. And I always have tried to do that. Now, there was a lot of years where I was unhealthy with my weight and everything else, but I wasn't able to see those roses in anything I was doing. But the healthier I get, the more I'm seeing the roses. I mean, I think this this whole story, Chad, is really um, testament to you and your wife that, you know, there's priorities versus options. And you both decided to make your wellness on every seemable level a priority. It wasn't an option anymore. And for that, I mean, everything changes. Everything will shift. And, yes, it doesn't mean that the road isn't going to be hard, but it's manageable. And I think that's really important for people to hear. Absolutely. You know, Tony Robbins said it best on that. You know, he says, we do not get our shoulds in life. We get our must. So you have to turn the positive things into your must, and you will find a way to always get it done. Yeah, true. Well, I agree. Well said. Uh, What's your wife's name, first of all? I've been referring to her as your wife. (laughs) Her name is Amber. Amber. Awesome. Well, we appreciate Amber too. She's, you know, she sounds like an amazing person, an amazing companion in life and on the road. So, uh, you guys seem to be, uh, you know, pretty strong. Cause I know for a fact that if my wife had to put up with me for one trip in close quarters, <laughs> one of those trips, uh, you should be hiding a body by the end of the day. <laughs> as, as my wife says, a curtain doesn't close, doesn't slam as good as a door. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh. Well, you know, you guys, you guys seem some, sound some like amazing people. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us. And, uh, you know, real quick, you've, you've had all this success and you've had all, you know, all these amazing milestones you've had and you've changed your life significantly in 2022 and, uh, you know, and beyond, is there any goals that you hope to do for yourself? You mentioned, you know, kind of getting you know, more uh, toned and muscular, but is there anything you kind of are looking to accomplish in 2022 and beyond? Well, 2022, I'm planning on getting my uh, certified personal trainer certificate, hopefully by May. Then I want to get my level one certification um, in the Positively Unstoppable Challenge. So, of course, I want to finish that in a very, very strong manner. I uh, continue to encourage others in that challenge and everything as well. Um, I'm also in a 13-week Jack challenge right now, so I want to continue to see where the Jack program is going to take me. Um, just want to focus in on 
continuing the positivity, continuing to be there. You know, my community is so important. That is the biggest thing is community. You know, and I just want to continue to focus on trying to be there and show up for the community in however, whatever fashion it looks like that I can make a positive contribution to the community. You're doing a great you know, job. Throughout, well, thank you. Throughout this journey, you know, I've had people come alongside of me, Scott French, Rob Ramsey, um, Justin Dobbins, many others, you know, that have just came alongside me and said, hey, man, this is the way to do it. This is the way to do it. Showed me the Showed me the light and kept me so focused. And when I get down on myself, hey, man, come on, we can do this. You know, so many of them have just helped me get together, and I want to continue to shed the light that they shine through my own positive way. Beautiful. Kind of pay it forward, um, so to speak. You know, when, you, when you're on the road, you know, you're obviously not, you know, sleeping in the same bed every night. You're not, you know, sleeping at home every night. And I didn't think of that aspect, but, you know, you probably, you know, there's not as much of a community because you're on the road all the time. And DDPY is an awesome place that, like, digitally that you can reach anywhere. How important is that for you when you're on the road to have somebody it in a place you can kind of check in? Ab- it's absolutely critical to me because then I have my tribe that I can say, hey, guys, how's it going, you know, and have the positivity. Because there's, in this trucking industry, there's a, it, anymore, it's every man for himself. It's dog-eat-dog out here. And when you have people that can sit there and, hey, how's it going, you know, and keep you – Keep your head focused on the positive things in life. It helps so much, you know. And when I sleep, my wife's driving. So I'm kind of sleeping in the same bed every day, but it's kind of totally different because I'm sitting there, we're rolling down the highway while I'm sleeping. And with her, when she goes to bed, she I'm usually our night driver, she's our day driver. When she's in bed, I'm the one that's up driving all night long. So we're constantly wow. on the move. That's crazy. Well, here, here's a question for you. How do you pass the time during those long trips? I mean, obviously, there's so much music you can listen to or podcasts, but, you know, what do you, do you guys, like, what do you guys do? Do you have a TV or in there, or what do you guys listen to to keep those uh, those miles tolerable? My wife is the one that likes the... Um, TV type shows, stuff like that while she's on her downtime. Then she'll do a lot of music. Myself, personally, I'm always studying whatever I can get my hands on. 11 hours a day, whether it's nutrition, whether it's natural remedies, anything like that that I can get my hands on, I'm constantly studying. And it passes the time quick for me. That's awesome. Awesome. I love it. I was just I was just thinking about that. I'm like, man, you're gonna have to line up a lot of podcasts and music and stuff playlists on the road to keep myself busy. But um, oh, you know, I love the podcast. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, those those saved me during those long trips. You know, a back up north and stuff. I'm I'm doing long trips to a guy like you as if like I'm I'm <laughs> an old hardened truck driver like putting in the miles. No, I did ten hours. 
I did 10 hours once in the past five years. And I'm like, I'm acting like I was in the trenches with you. But I just know that those, <laughs> those hours are long. <laughs> but um, I'll tell you, well, the worst, worst trip I've ever had. Now, this is back when we were on paper and you could get away with this type of stuff. Longest trip I ever did was 2,700 miles straight through. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 2,700 miles straight. How, how, what does that equate to hour-wise? I was right at a little under 72 hours straight. Oh, good oh, Lord. Wow. Wow. I, yeah, I I moved out to California for 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 a year and drove from New Hampshire to California and I asked my friend to come with me and it was the last time we ever saw each other. All that time on the road, we couldn't even stand to see each other anymore. I can't imagine. It was seriously the longest trip. I I, I hated it. And I realized I'm not cut out for that because I'm too annoying to be in the car with <laughs> and I get annoyed too easily. So I can't <laughs> oh wow! But that's that's incredible. Like that sounds that sounds like it should be like in a Guinness book or something. <laughs> oh, there's been drivers but, that have done worse. <laughs> Which I'm like, I don't know how you guys did that. That was hard enough, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's but there's there's some. I know you guys probably have some crazy roads, but you know, there's when I was driving out to California, there's some desert spots that I'm like. All right. Well, if we break down, I'm going to need to eat her. So I'm like analyzing, like, well, how much meat we got on the phone? Here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm not going to be able to forage for us both. So, <laughs> uh, this is long as grass fed, though, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Well, <laughs> oh well, I appreciate you coming on, man. It was a fun conversation, and, and I appreciate you telling the story. And that's what we do here: people inspiring people. And what I love about this is that somebody listening today is going to hear your story, and they're going to relate to something you said or relate to you in some way. And uh, the only way we keep moving this thing forward is inspiring people and relating to people. Uh, I always say that DDPY doesn't need infomercials. The best commercial you can give is is showing somebody you're living well, and it seems like you're doing yeah. pretty awesome. So I appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, you'll have to come back down the line and let us know how things are going and uh, give us an update sometime. I'll definitely do that. I'll definitely do awesome. that. I plan on you know being a huge part of the DDPY community, especially – as I try to branch out and bring it into the trucking industry, as I just I want to see all these guys out here and gals be able to actually get themselves in shape, because you know we've got to take a physical every two years, and if we can't pass those DOT physicals, then they take our license, and sometimes it can go down to a year physical, which that's with you know health complications. But it, once you're past a certain point, your career is gone. Wow. And the more truck drivers we lose in this industry, the health, the worse the shape of the economy is going to be in. Because about everything you get has came on a truck. So we've yeah, got to keep uh, these guys and gals healthy out here. True. Yeah, I, I feel like you know, the industry has probably changed, you know, in the past few years, too. And, you know, there was fewer regulations. You can get away with it. So, uh, you know, 
there's an incentive for, for you to keep, you know, getting healthy and being healthy. And I'm sure there's a lot of people in your industry, a lot, probably a lot of old school guys that are kind of adverse to those, you know, changes and stuff that are probably going to need to be, you know, pulled into it by their, by their, by their nose or whatever. And I think that you being somebody in their position, in, yeah, you being in their position and, and in their industry, they can listen to someone like you instead of somebody on TV or a doctor kind of just wagging the finger at them. You know, and that's that's the thing, too, is most people don't, unless you have lived this lifestyle, you don't understand it. You know, simple things that people take for granted, like having a shower every single day. When you're running out here running those kind of miles, stuck at a customer or whatever, you ain't getting a shower every day. Now, you can usually take one, you know, you, you get one when you can't. So those little simple things that most people take for granted, that's why I've, I've noticed with, tr- with most personal trainers, they don't understand this lifestyle. So therefore, all the information and advice they give to us truck drivers, it doesn't work. It's not sustainable for our lifestyle. So you have well, to make yeah. it to where it's sustainable and they can keep up with it. And that's why it's it's great that, you know, you're taking on this too because, you know, you're a peer. You're not a, uh, you know, somebody outside of that. And I think that's – I think you're going to change a lot of lives and uh, hopefully save a lot I'm of hoping. lives too because it's, uh, you know, that's it's something that's def- definitely needed. And uh, it's great that you're kind of taking on that, you know, on behalf of everybody, especially you said it was a dog-eat-dog world out there. Kind of nice to see somebody, you know, handing the dog a tray too. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, there, there's a few of us out here that still live the code. You know, we used to have a code out here where we all cared about each other, we all took care of each other, and all had each other's back. And that's one thing that I've always tried to put first and foremost is having my brother and sister's uh, backs out here. But through, you know, I couldn't do you can't really put people first until you truly put yourself first. True. Once you're putting yourself first and taking care of yourself, then you have so much else to give to others. I agree. Uh, well said. I couldn't say any better than that. And uh, I think that's a great way, uh, great thing to leave off on. And, uh, you know, a great analogy for the world in general. And I think a lot more of us could, you know, work a little bit harder on having each other's backs. And I think you said that perfectly. So I, uh, I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate you stopping by and I'll hope you'll come by again and and talk to us again, do a follow up. Um, but, uh, I appreciate it. Definitely. Thank you guys for having me on. Oh, thank you, man. It was was great. And we usually, uh, close out this show with crystal heads down to the dungeon and she gets one of the poor people writing for her 24 hours a day. She gets a quote, and she finishes off with the Crystal Stewart Canadian quote of the week. Yep. Uh, let me see. Oh, I just lost it. There it is. When you can't control the events in your life, you control your reactions or your attitude. That's how you regain your personal power. So true. Wow. So true and perfect for uh, for the show tonight. You know, we had a great conversation about that earlier, and you put a pretty little bow on the on the episode with that. So, uh, thanks. Oh, that, thank that, you. That really that really uh, you know is insightful. 
and so true. Remember, people, attitude, mentality, you know, you can't do anything unless you get those things sorted out. So uh, we appreciate you guys all listening. DDP Radio Live right here every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern at ddpradio.com, also iTunes, Stitcher, and head over to Crystal's Facebook page that she has up there. She works really hard, you know, maintaining that and keeping that, you know, current, and I am not good at any of that. So, and I think you have Instagram and all that stuff too now. I can't keep up. The social media world is scary to me. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We'll see you guys soon uh, next week. Well, thank you guys for coming out. Thank you so much, Chad Dalton, and thank you uh, to his uh, significant other, Amber Chu, and uh, we appreciate uh, you guys coming on. We appreciate you listening, and keep moving forward on your life. We'll see you guys next week for the brand new episode. Be good. Be safe. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Page. Oh! He did a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.